So in just a moment, um, I'm going to bring up Brian Burchett. Uh, we are... We have said at the very beginning of Simple Church, one of the things that we want to be about is to send people out. Um, that this is not a place where we want you to be comfortable and be comfortable forever. That we want you to take what you learn here and we want you to go and do that someplace else. And we have, and, and when I say that, people get all offended. They're like, but I like Simple Church. I just want to stay here for the next 10, 20, 30 years of my life. That is great that you like Simple Church, but our goal as disciples and followers of Jesus Christ are to take what it is that we have and to go and do that someplace else um, so people get really scared when I tell them that you know what simple church is not a place where I want you to get comfortable it is going to be a platform for you to go and do this someplace else uh, we are fortunate enough to have people that have done that in this church I am so thankful that they have done that um, we, we have Holly Busby who has gone to be part of a, a church plant in Chicago and she's just one of of a few that we can we can mention that have gone and just done what God's called them to do. I am so thankful for that. Um, Brian and Beth Burchett, they're going to share a little bit about their story and how God called them to do something. And uh, today we have Truth in Nature here with us. Um, you may have seen like their little uh, billboard thing that they've got out there and their table. It's all set up as you came in the door today. Um, but we've got Jeff Davis and his wife Carrie that are here as well. And they're going to be talking about Truth in Nature and, uh, and what it's all about. Um, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to play a video and then we're going to let uh, Brian come up here and share about what God has called him to do and how it relates to truth and nature, okay? Uh, truth and nature provides uh, many things uh, for boys from single parent homes. These boys are growing up without a father figure in their life, um, being raised by single moms, single aunts, single grandmothers. In the community, a lot of people say, oh yeah, you're the guy that takes the boys hunting, fishing, and camping, but... Um, yeah, we do that. We're an outdoor ministry and provide them the avenue to be in the outdoors and do things a father and son would do. However, when you peel back that layer, you see life change. You see these boys walking away from at-risk behaviors. Uh, you see them making sound decisions. You see their grades increase. Most of all, you see them increase their walk with Christ. Uh, you see them make decisions for the Lord and really come to know Him as their personal Lord and Savior. Truth nature's impacted my life. I've accepted Christ. I've been baptized. I've try to go to church every Sunday. It's shown me that the things that I've done and the things that I went through in my past, I don't want to have that in my future. These young men will learn how to find who they are in Christ and learn about uh, God and His plan and purpose for why they're here on this earth. And I came up and just spilled everything to Him. He prayed for me. And the power of God, like, I don't know what happened, but it just went and, like lifted this heavy weight that I had on my shoulders. And I got baptized. Like, I felt like everything was washed away into the lake. And it was like, I'm brand new. Like, I have a new skin. I'm happier and everything else by the grace of God. I can make a difference in one boy's life or, you know, a possibility of him accepting the Lord. That it, That's what it's about. These mentors are your everyday guys that come from all backgrounds, all walks of life. Uh, but they're solid Christian men. Um, and it provides them with a, with a mentor to bounce stuff off of when they're going through hard times, uh, walk alongside of them, encourage them, and just really help build their self-confidence. They really, like, strive to help me out, like, when my grades were low or, you know, I'm having a hard time, they would just tell me, you know, it's going to be all right, and they just help me push through things. I look at the world a different place. I don't look at the negative in the world. I look at the positive. So these young men are going to be able to learn how to do things a father and son do, such as uh, build a campfire, 
uh, learn how to uh, tie a fishing hook, learn how to hunt, learn how to shoot safely, learn how to do all these things that a father and son do in the outdoors. Looking at the smile on my son's face and seeing how happy he is, it's just a blessing. I'm just so grateful that we have found truth in nature. And so for the future, I see truth in nature reaching and engaging young men in communities all across this country. As uh, Kenny said, you know, the Simple Church and their focus is for us to take what we learn and take that and, and go on and use it and help others to, to grow. Um, first couple of times he ever said that, sitting right over here, I remember thinking, just like he said, man, I, I want to be here at Simple Church from now on. And the few times that he said that, and he's sitting there, every time he said it, I, I thought, you know, I, I want to be a part of Simple Church. This is where I, I feel like I want to be at. And then through that, uh, started to do these mission trips that Simple Church was taking to Haiti. And the first one, drastically changed me forever in many ways and I know I've shared part of that story here before um, but the biggest part of my life where that changed me uh, and, and the part of my life where watching Kenny and listening to him has changed me and helping me focus on God and that those trips to Haiti made me realize that the more I focus on what God wants for me, the more he shows me what he wants for me. And I heard somebody else say, uh, I don't, it was a sermon that I was watching, I don't remember who it was, but they told, they said the biggest change in you following the Lord's will for your life is desire. Once you truly desire to be in God's will and you start to focus and really strive to find out what that is, the more he's going to reveal it to you. Um, I don't know how many know uh, our story about us leaving here and going to Coleman. I'm not going to share all that if anybody else wants to hear it, and I'd love to talk to you anytime. Um, but we, we sold our house really fast. Uh, we never even put it on the market. It sold through somebody just mentioning they wanted to move to our area. It happened fast. We, we bought a camper and moved that in my parents' front yard uh, because we had no clue where we were going. We started praying for the Lord to show us, where do you want us to be? And we really still thought that was around here. We were looking for a little more property than what we had. We were looking for five, ten acres uh, and really focusing for around the Calhoun County and surrounding area. And through that time and us just praying, Lord, show us what you want for us and put us where you want us to be and use us how you see fit, this farm in Coleman just kind of fell in our lap. And while that was a long process as well, um, it was a good deal for us from the start, or we felt like it was. And as we started pursuing that, made an offer, it was accepted and then got to appraisal and it fell through and the guy wasn't willing to take less money. So we thought, well, you know what? Maybe that wasn't God's will. Through that, he led us to a different farm that we were looking at in Coleman. Um, and the gentleman that I met at the first farm, he was leasing the pasture there for his cattle. Uh, we, we had, you know, talked to each other two or three times. I get to this second farm 
and we make an offer on it. It's accepted, and the next day, the buyer's back up. So the day after that, on a Sunday, Kenny preaches a message on being intentional with your prayer. Get by yourself. Be intentional about what you're praying for. So we were still here at this time living in the camper, and I had to go to Birmingham for the day for something. Got done early. This farm is up 65 to Coleman, and I thought, you know what? What better place to go get by myself and be intentional other than the place that I'm praying about? So I get there, and I'm walking around. Of course, I, I called and got permission. I didn't just show up on somebody's property. But uh, <laughs> um, I get there, and I literally walked around on this property for two and a half, three hours through the woods, through the pastures, just praying constantly the whole time. And about a, after being there about two hours, I get a phone call, and it's the guy who was leasing the pasture from the other place. And so he tells me, or, or I tell him what I'm looking at, and that I'd be interested, you know, if this works out for us, for him leasing this pasture. He comes up, uh, meets me there, and when he gets there, he says, the farm across the street, he said, my buddy's buying that property right now, and I'm fixing to lease some of that pasture from him as well. He said, if you get this farm, he said, it would work out great for us to be able to rotate cattle from these two farms and, and work all together. So I tell him the story that I've just told you and tell him how I've been there praying and for God to work these things out for whatever it may be, whether it's for us to get that farm or not. And this man tells me that he had gotten away from God, uh, that his wife is still in church. His brother-in-law passed away about eight months prior to this and that's just kind of what really hit him hard and that's where he he strayed away from the Lord and he told me the story that I just told him and about us seeking God's will and how I was there praying for God to show us what to do that it really inspired him that he knew he needed to get back to the Lord and that he was getting back in his church so I kind of told Kenny about that Kenny told me he said you know what whether this farm works out you know that the Lord may have used this situation for that one guy well that farm didn't work out, so I'm here to tell you today that I fully believe God used that farm for that one guy who we still have a relationship and I talk to, and he leases our pasture for cattle. Um, not long after that, the uh, the guy who had the first farm call or had his real estate agent call us and say, "Hey, look, we we feel like your first appraisal was bad." If we have another one done, are you willing to pay what that is? We said, yeah, as long as the finance company's good with it and it's good appraisal, we're good with that. So they get one, it comes back as the same as ours. So we went through about a, I don't know, about an eight-week process that it got stretched out longer than what we were hoping for. But all said and done, we ended up saving a ton of money and ended up with the first farm that we felt like the Lord was leading us to from the start. I feel like that long stretch in that middle was all to bring that one man back to the Lord and that the Lord took us and with us being faithful through that process saved us a chunk of money on the farm that he had intended for us to be at to begin with so through that we get to the farm and Beth tells us she, she said something to me first and she said uh, I really feel like that we should be using this place other than just a farm for us the Lord brought us here uh, he has intentions for us to use it for something we didn't know what that was, and we started to pray daily. I talked to Kenny many times about it. Um, at, at one point, we even felt like maybe it was like uh, some type of a day thing for, for a disability camp uh, or kids with certain types of disabilities to come out and fish. And 
ride horses that, if they were able, and we continued to pray through that. Um, and uh, I, I come to some scripture that kind of stuck with me, and that's in Jeremiah 29. He says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. In those days, when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. I will be found by you, says the Lord. I will end your captivity and restore your fortunes. I will gather you out of the nations where I sent you, and will bring you home again to your own land. That spoke to me in many ways, that, and I know it's just kind of a... I, me and Kenny have talked about it a couple of times. I don't believe in irony. I, I think that, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways, and a lot of times folks look at that as irony. Um, that scripture and us talking about moving to a farm and him telling, saying, that I'll give you your own land. Um, if you seek him wholeheartedly, he's going to show you his plans. That's exactly what we've been doing through our whole process since we moved to that farm in, in March. Um, and through that, as I was trying to figure out what we wanted to do with that camp, I, kept, I talked to Kenny a couple of times. I talked to some other folks, and everybody kept telling me I need to get our 501c3 first before I done anything else, which didn't make sense to me, but I don't know anything about that anyway, so apparently I was wrong. Um, but... Uh, I called Kenny on a on a Monday morning. The Sunday prior, y'all had baby dedication here. And if I'm not mistaken, the young lady and the young man who dedicated their baby don't go to church here full time, right? But it's another part that I fully believe is all part of the Lord's plan. This couple were doing baby dedication here. The man's dad came to be a part or to witness the baby dedication in that service. That man's name is Lee Hurley. He is the program director for the Dallas chapter of Truth in Nature. He spoke to Kenny at that service and said they're really looking for somebody to open a chapter in the state of Alabama. They've been praying for that to work out for the Lord to burden somebody's heart. That being said, Monday morning, me not knowing any of this, I called Kenny. I said, hey, I need some help. I keep hearing that I need to get this 501c3. Um, can you give me some direction in that? We talked for a few minutes, and Kenny says, there's a gentleman in, and he tells me the story about truth in nature. I tell him, I said, you know what? There's absolutely no way that I called you on accident this morning, and that's where me and Kenny had that conversation about irony and not not believing in irony. And uh, so I t he gives me the information to Lee, and I start blowing Lee's Facebook up. And then I started blowing up Truth in Nature's Facebook and just really being excited. And, and it's one of those things that you hear those stories of other people talk about, how they get to see everything that they've been through, and then they finally get to see what the Lord's working out for them and how excited that, that is. And just to feel that. So through that, uh, later that day, Jeff and his wife were driving to Michigan, and, and he responds to me, and that's been, uh, I guess that went on about two, three weeks process before we got everything really rolling, um, and that's been about a 
about two months, is that right? Um, that brought us here. And, you know, at, through that whole process, as we really felt like we were following what the Lord wanted us to do, there was times that we started to question, you know, before the truth and nature thing, about two weeks, me and Beth had had the conversation that, you know what, maybe maybe we were wrong. Maybe we felt like that this is where the Lord wanted us to be, but maybe it was our our heart that we were following. Maybe it wasn't. You know, should we sell this place? My encouragement to anybody that feels like the Lord is talking to you and, and giving you direction on something that you should do is to continue to pray for him to show you that and to not give up. If you feel like that that's truly what he's calling you to do, keep pressing forward and focus on what that is and and, and follow your heart and, and what the Lord's impressing upon your heart. Um, through that, that's all that I have. I thank y'all for letting us be here, and I'm going to bring Jeff uh, so he can tell his story about how truth and nature come to be. Thanks, Brian. I really love, uh, love Brian's heart. I know a lot of you guys know him um, and Beth, and Carrie and I have just been blessed uh, to get to know this couple. Um, and, and, and God makes no mistakes. Um, he makes no mistakes when he brings uh, people up to do his work in these communities. And I just love these guys. Uh, you guys have uh, just been a blessing to us. And, um, you know, I appreciate uh, you having um, Carrie and I over uh, today. We come from a far land of Villarica, Georgia. Uh, so it was a, about a 45-minute drive for us. Um, but we, uh, we appreciate that uh, and the opportunity to just share more about truth and nature. And what this is going to mean for uh, the Coleman community and uh, the, the partnership um, that, uh, that you guys can play um, in part of this. So, you know, when Brian uh, was talking about Pastor Kenny, talking about being intentional and uh, really seeking God wholeheartedly, um, that's exactly what Carrie and I did. Back in 2008, um, God really started stirring in my heart. I was a full-time IT manager. I was a computer nerd. That's right. That's right. Got an amen there. I um, I was I was full time working 16 year IT career, and I, I really just felt like I was punching the clock and not really um, doing a whole lot. I mean, we were going to church. We were uh, we were in a small group. We were doing what we were supposed to do, but we really didn't feel like we were investing into the community that God had led us to. And so, uh, just really began to pray and seek what God wanted me to do. I had a background um, uh, in the outdoors. I grew up hunting, fishing, and you know, that kind of thing. I didn't go to any kind of Bible school or uh, uh, Bible seminary or anything like that. I just was a good old boy, and I'm thinking, okay, God, how can I use this to glorify you and to expand your kingdom? And um, and he showed me through that. Uh, Carrie and I both have a background where her father passed away when she was 12 years old. Um, as a young man moving out of the house, I uh, experienced a, a, a pretty nasty divorce with my my parents, um, split the family right down the middle, and um, it, uh, it it really, you know, as I was moving out of the house, I got into my 20s, and I really pushed, God, I, I was saved, I got saved at a younger age, and but I really pushed the church, God, and any man in my life just away, and um, because my dad ticked me off, you know, when, 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 when all that went down, and I'm not going to go into the details of that, but but I really just pushed it away. And so um, as Carrie and I are praying through, you know, how God wants us to use our, our you know, our gifts, um, 
he showed us, uh, showed us that there's boys out there that don't have a father or are going through a similar situation that maybe Carrie went through, uh, father passed away, or maybe they've been abandoned, or maybe, you know, they went through a, you know, a divorce in their family, and, and they're just, you know, maybe sharing time or something, I don't know, I was, um, I was, uh, I was on my way over here uh, this morning, and I thought about next week, I'm going um, on a hunting trip with my brothers, uh, we usually do this in the middle of November, and uh, we're, we're going to leave Tuesday evening, and we're going to stay uh, until Sunday morning or we get tired of it. Um, it's supposed to be some cold weather coming in and we're just going to disconnect and take some time with each other. And I think about what if I didn't have other men in my life to invest in? You know, as a, as a man, as a young boy, um, as a middle school, high school age boy, what if I didn't have a, another man to invest in me? And so that's, what's, that's what Truth in Nature has started. Um, uh, it's, it's more... Like I said on the video, it's more than if you just look at it and you see uh, a bunch of men taking a bunch of boys fishing, a bunch of boys, a bunch of men taking a bunch of boys hunting. If, you, if that's all you see, then you're missing the whole point. Because two weeks ago, we're having a deer hunt down at our chapter in Bush, Louisiana, and uh, two or three weeks ago, and um, they're not seeing any deer. The tropical storm had just come through. The wind's howling. You know, everybody's just miserable, you know, but they, they, they press through and they got it done. When we schedule these weekends, unless it's just really, really, really bad, we, we press through um, and, and spend that time with those boys. And, you know, everybody's just like, oh, man, the hunt's not going good, you know, not going good. But then probably four or five that afternoon, I get this text. And it says, um, Grayson just prayed to receive Christ in the deer stand. It don't matter if there was a deer shot, if there was a fish caught, if there was anything. It, this kid just changed his eternity. And it was because a man sat in a deer stand with him in tropical storm force winds <laughs> and shared the gospel with him in God's creation. And that's what it's all about. That's the heart of truth in nature. It's not about, you know, like I said, the camp and the fishing. That's all our avenue to reach and invest into these boys. But the heart of truth in nature is those salvations, um, the ones that God has his hand on. And we've seen him answer prayer after prayer after prayer after prayer since 2008 when he laid that on my heart. We started in Dallas, uh, Georgia, um, and now God has grown this ministry over the last almost 11 years in February. We now have um, six chapters in Georgia. We've got one in South Carolina, one in North Carolina, three in Louisiana, one in Michigan, and now we're coming to Alabama. So uh, um, we're, uh, we're excited about it. Um, and that's our vision. Um, God moved Carrie and I away from being program directors in Dallas and turned it over to guys like Lee Hurley that uh, Brian mentioned. And we're able to get in front of the ministry and really help push this into, into new communities as God opens the doors. This ministry isn't about Jeff Davis. This ministry isn't about Carrie Davis or Brian or Beth Bichette. This ministry is about God, and this ministry is about um, glorifying him and allowing him to use these men to reach these boys, and, uh, and, and, and that's it. I, we don't make any bones about that. Um, I do want to just share um, just a little bit of, um, of a need for the fatherless boys in this country. Um, in this country alone, there's almost 24 million youth growing up in a single-parent home. That's boys and girls, but there's a lot of those 
that are just void uh, in fatherless homes. Um, in the state of Alabama, there's 34% or a little over 327,000 youth being brought up in a single-parent home. In Coleman County, where this, uh, this, this new chapter of uh, Truth and Nature is, there's 23.8% um, of youth in that county are being brought up in a single-parent home or fatherless home. Um, so that speaks for itself. That's our mission field. Um, that's where we're going. Um, you know, the Bible tells us to, to, to reach the fathers, the orphans, the widows, um, and, and that's, uh, that's our mission field. So, I, again, I appreciate you guys for allowing us the opportunity. Um, we're obviously going to be out here after the service uh, at the table um, to answer any questions you may have. There's opportunities for you to get involved. Obviously, if you know, I know Coleman's, a, a, you know, not five minutes down the road, but obviously if you know some folks up in Coleman, um, let them know. Start spreading the word. Get on our Facebook page. When you see stuff about this new Coleman, Alabama chapter, share that. Um, so that your friends, your family, your people um, that you may know in that area, who knows, it may spark another guy down here to want to start a, a chapter here in Oxford. I don't know. Um, God's done some cool, cool things, and we've seen him answer prayer after prayer as we've continued to expand this into other communities. So um, so, so, so do that. Definitely, um, we look at Central Church as a partner, uh, and we thank you. Uh, we thank you for that, uh, Pastor Kenny, um, and, and, and all of you guys um, to help move this ministry forward. I know Brian's meant, and Beth have, have meant a lot to you guys, and, and, and they're, they're, we've, they mean a lot to us, and so we appreciate it. So come see us at the table. Introduce yourself. I know we got another video. I don't know if you're coming. I'm going to turn it over back to Pastor Kenny. So thank you guys. Appreciate it. So uh, like Brian said, we, you know, there isn't any irony it's obvious that God was orchestrating this from the very beginning. It's obvious that God was doing a great work through this family. And uh, they didn't know that at the time. They were just being obedient, and they were seeking, and they were wide open. And they, okay, God told us to take this step, so we took a step. And then they get to that point, and they go, okay, God, I'm at this point. What's next? And then God gives them another step. And even during those steps, there are times when you go, I don't know if I just took the right step. I don't know if I just did the right thing. But you know what you do when you're questioning that, when you're wondering, and you're like, God, I don't know what to do next. You just listen to him and take another step. That's what you do. Uh, here in Simple Church, one of the things that we talk about all the time, and we talk about being intentional with prayer, but we talk about all the time about listening to the Holy Spirit of God. As God speaks, you listen, you, you respond. The more you respond, the more you can hear his voice. The more you, it, just like Brian was talking about, like it changes your desires and you begin to, to see things and hear things and like, okay, God, I can see your plan unfolding. For you and your life, one of the things, you know, we're gonna have a time where we have praise and worship at the end of our service like we always do, but one of the things I want you to do is during that time, I want you to pray specifically, God, what do you want me to do? We have seen you at work. We have seen you do multiple things in multiple people's lives. God, what would you have me to do? And maybe it's, it's being involved with Truth in Nature and, and being part of this Coleman chapter that, that Brian and Beth are going to be uh, starting. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe God has called you to give to the Coleman chapter. Maybe God has called you. He says, you know what? They need help getting started. They're going to need finances and resources to be able to get started. And, and maybe that's where God has called you to be. Maybe that's what he's called you to do. 
Um, some, I, I heard this before. Uh, uh, some people are, are called to go down into the well, and then some people are called to hold the rope for those to go down into the well, but either one of those, they're going to have rope burns on their hands from doing the work. Am I right? So maybe God has called you to do something. Maybe it's to hold the rope for this family that's gone in down into the well. Maybe that's what God has called you to do. Um, this is what I want to do. Um, let's put up the, the QR code. I did this. I don't know if it's going to work or not, but everybody get out your phones. Let's see if it's going to work. I want to see if this actually works. If you have an iPhone, I don't know how to work those Android things, but if you have an iPhone, if you will just pull up your camera, and point it at that picture, it should pop up a link at the top of your screen, did it not? If you click that link, it'll take you right to Brian's ugly mug. It will take you right, you'll see his, his face on the screen. Am I right? Did it do it? Yeah, we can see your face. That's awesome, right? So we're very high tech here at Simple Church. We're about developing the whole person, so we wanted to show you QR codes and 3D barcodes so you guys can go. Uh, that's straight to the Coleman chapter. Now, one of the things you can do right there if you scroll past Brian's ugly mug, you can see there's a donate button there. And, and, and I want to encourage you, if God has called you to donate to Truth in Nature in this Coleman chapter to get them started, then you do that. You do as the Holy Spirit leads you to do, okay? In addition to that, I know, like, everybody's like, I get this question all the time. Can I ever donate online? Well, there you go. There's your button, okay? If you have cash, like 2% of the population does, and you want to give to them, they're going to have a donation jar out there at their table. So I want to encourage you to give there as well. Uh, if you'd like to give that way, that's one of the ways that you can do it. This is pretty cool, right? Y'all like that? Yeah, okay. Oh, Brian, what did I do? Is there something wrong? It's all right. Sometimes there are technical difficulties. We may click on donate. Yep. It's going to a page that says not found. Oh, okay, but, good. But... <laughs> Look, I did my part. No, I'm just kidding. It's called a hamburger button, by the way. Click, okay. Yeah. A hamburger button. Yep. Click on that, and then there's another button that says donate to Brian's Ugly. Yeah, so did you get that? So if, if, you, uh, if you click on that, that takes you to the Truth in Nature page, which then the donate button goes to a page not found, but you can still donate if you go to the hamburger up on the top right. Click that, and there's a donate link there. Okay, so um, a little technical difficulties. That's okay. Um, you know, Jeff said he was an IT manager. Most of you guys, former IT manager. Um, I didn't. <laughs> that's not the reason I was saying that, Jeff. I was just going to say, I am an IT manager too. Uh, you know, God has called me to start Simple Church, and that's what we've been obedient and have done. But uh, I understand the IT struggle. Okay, I get it. I deal with it every single day. So it's not on Jeff. He didn't do that. So anyway. Um, so go and donate there. Uh, help Brian, help Beth, help them get started. And if you are interested, and like they're going to have things that they do and events that they do on their farm, if you're interested in participating in that, I want you to talk to these folks. Talk to them about how you can get involved. Talk to them about how you can support them, what, they, what you can do. They need mentors. They need people to help out. And, and just like Jeff said, maybe sometimes that's just spreading the word. You never know. I mean, just like we talked about all this chain of events that happens and God's leading people to do stuff. Uh, Lee Hurley came to a service uh, the day before. Brian called me to ask me about starting a 501c3. He calls me, and I, we're talking, and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is what you have to do, and you have to have all this kind of history, financial history, and that's hard to do if you don't have, you know, a setup. I said, you know what would be ideal, Brian, 
is that if you could get plugged into a ministry that already had a 501c3, that way you wouldn't have to go through all the process. You could just like latch onto their ministry. And I'm like saying this and the whole time God's going like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Lee Hurley had just left brochures in my hands the day before about truth and nature. And I was like, Brian, dude, I got, I got a ministry you need to talk to. I said, I don't know what God's doing, but, but God's obviously put this in your path. And you need to at least check this out. And here we are today. Uh, and now they're having their own chapter in Coleman, Alabama. So you never know. If your Facebook post, your repost of truth and nature... It may lead down the road to, to somebody maybe starting their own chapter here in Oxford, or it may lead to somebody being a mentor at this Coleman chapter. You don't know what God's doing, so just be obedient, listen to God, and, and, and do little things like that because you never know what God can do with those little bitty steps that you take. So we're going to have a video, okay? And this is about the impact that, that, that truth and nature has, and uh, we're going to watch that video. During that time, the band's going to come up, and we're going to have a time of praise and worship after that. Um, but I also, I encourage you, uh, after we're done today, you know, if you feel encouraged to give to this ministry, do so. I encourage you to go by their ministry. they got T-shirts. they got all kinds of stuff out there. Go and check that out. Grab a brochure, all of those kinds of things. Uh, as we send them out, as we send Brian and Beth out, uh, let's be a part of sending them out, you know? Let's be a part of encouraging them and and, and God, just using us to be a part of what they're doing. Father, thank you so much, God, for what we've been able to, to experience here today. And, Lord, how you have, uh, you have used this ministry to impact lives. Lord, we pray that you just continue to, to impact lives through this ministry. God, I know that their whole desire is to bring people to Christ through this ministry. So, Lord Jesus, I pray that you do that. I pray for Beth and for Brian, God, as they go forward in this. God, I pray, I pray, God, that they'd stay tuned in your Holy Spirit. That those times of doubt when they're wondering, God, is this the step you've called us to take? That you would encourage them through your Holy Spirit. God, you would just reassure them that they are in your path. Lord Jesus, I pray that there would be many. That there would be many come to know Jesus Christ as a result of this ministry. As a result of uh, Beth and Brian's obedience. God, I just pray that there would be many to come to know you. I know that that is their desire in their heart too. So Lord Jesus, that's what we pray for. God, use us to encourage them. Use us. God, to, to, to be there for them, to pray for them, and God, to just support them. God, use us in Jesus' name. Amen. I never knew my father, and he never wanted anything to do with me. I was looking towards drugs to take the pain away. I was bullied at school, not understanding where I fit in. I was at the crossroads of dealing drugs to get my next high. I was sad seeing other kids' relationship with their father. I was a 14-year-old boy living by myself, raising my 11-year-old brother. I felt a sense of abandonment, questioning where my father was. I was selling drugs and fighting and living a life of destruction. I was looking for acceptance in a gang. partner of Truth and Nature, um, one of our objectives here at Western's Church is to, is to um, speak into the things that are, are in our community that need to be addressed. And I think if you look in your own community, I don't care what community it is, you're going to find that one of the biggest needs is fatherlessness. 
a need for men to mentor younger men. I don't care what community it is. And here in this area where we are in Northwest Atlanta, it's one of the biggest issues that we face. And, um, and so to have a truth in nature uh, ministry right down the street from us to be, is, is huge for us. When a program like Truth in Nature comes along and can take these, these boys in and introduce them to the outdoors, well, it starts with what a great way to introduce them to God's creation. Not to worship the creation, but to worship the creator. Show them God's creation. Show them what it looks like at daylight when the world wakes up. Point out God's majesty through the outdoors. There's so many natural conversations that can take place from that type environment, pointing these young men to the creator. That is so important to me. If you don't, if you don't teach the younger children coming up what it's like to be a Christian and set that example for them, you know, how are they going to go out later on in life and be able to show others, you know, what Christ has done for them? And the outdoors is the same thing. You know, if, if you don't teach a child how to, you know, properly shoot a firearm or how to catch a fish, you know, Jesus said, hey, you, you know, I'll make you fishers of men. I'm going to teach you how to fish for men. And using the outdoors is the same thing. I gotta teach my kids on how to catch a fish. And then that way later on, maybe they'll teach my grandchildren and their grandchildren after that. That's what Truth in Nature provides. It provides this opportunity for these young men to, to get connected uh, you know, on the weekends with these other men who just, uh, they want to invest. They want to you know, teach them how to fish or you know, teach them how to tie a tie or just teach them how to be a man. Teach them how to, te you know, how, how to treat a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, teach them, you know, how to, how just to have manners. Um, teach them God's word. Um, and so, I think it's so important to have something like that. And I cannot think of a better ministry uh, than Truth in Nature. We've been walking with this ministry for several years, and I can't think of a better ministry than Truth in Nature. It took me about 10 seconds to realize that Truth in Nature was something that I wanted to be a part of. And that was seven years ago. I haven't regretted it one second. I've really enjoyed watching the boys grow up. And it's, uh, it's, it's still dear to my heart and gives me goosebumps whenever I see it. And Truth in Nature just touches all the bases for me. Uh, you know, it gives me an opportunity to help boys be closer to the Lord and it uh, gets them out into the woods, which is something that I enjoyed. And uh, they can use uh, firearms and, and go fishing. And so it's just all the things that a boy likes to do. Well, I was one of those kids. I was, so at the age of five, my parents divorced. And then at the age of 12, my dad had a job opportunity that took him out of state. Mm -hmm. And so I was one of those kids being raised by a single mom doing everything that she could to put food on the table and actually to put me through private Christian school. And I think that was part of her desperateness to try to have Christian role models around me. Turning the eyes of these young men towards the Creator and being transparent and talking about Jesus and what, who He is and what He did for us on the cross is, is invaluable. This is a story that unfortunately a lot of young men will never get told. They will never know this story. 
So it's important to have Christian mentors. You know, as a ministry partner, one of the things that as we look at fatherlessness in our community, it's a bigger issue than any one organization can handle. What I love about Truth in Nature is that it's become a conduit to bring a lot of organizations together in a community to help solve the issue of fatherlessness. So it's not just bringing one church together, it's bringing several churches together and also men from local businesses because this is an issue that as a community, if we're ever gonna solve it, we've all gotta work to solve it together and Truth in Nature is giving us a platform to be able to do that. Understanding that his love is greater and I'm playing college football at the next level. I won't be defined because I did not have a father. But now I'm a sophomore in high school and I have a 3.5 GPA. I look forward to being a father and a husband to my future family. I'm going to be the mentor to the next generation of boys. But now that I know my heavenly father, he wants everything to do with me. I have found a passion for the outdoors and exploring God's creation. I'm going to be the father to my kids that I never had. But now, because of my relationship with Jesus, I try and excel in everything I do to glorify Him. We look forward to partnering with you to help bring these programs to new communities or help strengthen our current footprint in the communities we're serving. The fatherless boys of this country are depending on you to help make this difference and reach them for the Lord and be a positive influence in their life. So visit our website, get in touch with me, and reach out to us and learn how you can help partner with us today.